Hello everybody, this is uh, Kevin, a podcast for me, a podcast for me, as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, K-Doll, also known as Kevin, also known as a lover of peace and tranquility. I've been gone for a week because I was on vacation, you know, 4th of July and all that. It is now July 13th, 2018, I haven't done a podcast in a bit, I'm getting the jitters, you know, like podcast withdrawal i was gonna try to make a podcast within my vacation but it's kind of hard vacationing it's hard to cut away from it or interview people hey i, I know we just met but let's, let's interview you <laughs> or or i was gonna do that too or i was gonna do um like find some time by myself but i couldn't find any time by myself a lot of drinking went to michigan this is your uh first time listening to my podcast this podcast is uh more about me talking about the news. I riff off the news, meaning I read the news and then I talk about it. I don't get too dark with it, though. And I don't really talk about Trump that much, unless it's hysterical. Then I have to bring it up. But most times it's like the same shit. It feels like there's like a, a theater going on and everyone's like drawn to it while real shit's going down and people are not paying attention to that. Um, after that, I riff about random thoughts, and, um, maybe I'll review a movie or two. I saw The Quiet Place, might talk about that. And then, uh, also got a, uh, a car segment, I call it, because sometimes I'll have, like, a, a thought in my head that I want to get out, and I'll, on my way to, from, from work, which is pretty cool. I mean, quality isn't that great, you know, because it's in a car, you just hear the sounds of, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I went to Michigan. That was pretty cool. I come from San Diego, so the weather's always good, I guess. But when you go to Michigan, we went there in the summer, and it was pretty cool. It was different because uh, they got fireworks and shit. That's cool. You just go to the store and buy fireworks. And that was pretty cool, doing fireworks in your um, in your house. Or not in your house, but next, right next to your house. That's a thing you can do. And um, we did that. Mosquitoes, that's the only thing that sucked, man. I got bit good. My elbow. <laughs> um, what else is about Michigan? They got uh, these lakes that are huge. They look like oceans, but they're really just lakes. And there's a lot of them because everyone thinks it's Lake Michigan. And I'm like, that's not Lake Michigan. That's Lake Muskie or something like that. They got a billion lakes out there that look like oceans. And they got beaches attached to these lakes. And that's cool because, like, you look like you're at the beach. feels like you're at the beach. The water kind of looks like the beach because it has waves to it. But then when you actually look at the water, it looks like bath water. And when you go in there, your eyes don't hurt. You're so used to that feeling of your eyes hurting when you're in there. Another cool thing about Michigan is the food. It is so decadent. Like I had this thing called Olive Burger. It's like piled with mayonnaise and olives, like the green ones. And... Um, I had uh, like this like meat that was like dripping with grease, and it was like a diner looking place. But that food was fucking good. Let's just say that. <laughs> I ate a burger. I couldn't believe how good it was. And then I ordered a second. Uh, Michigan. It's pretty cool. I'm gonna go there in the winter. See how bad that is. <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough about that. Uh, let's get on with it. So. In the news, we got, uh, let's see here, what we got here. Elon Musk goaded into promising to fix Flint water problems. So, 
Elon Musk recently, he what he does is he just gets into shit. You know, Puerto Rico loses power. He's like, I can, I can, I can bring power back. Or some state. I forgot which one. But he was like, I can do that. And then um, there was this one where these uh, Thai kids, right? They go high. There's a, like a soccer team. A um, bunch of kids and coach. They, they hike sometimes in these, these mountains, these caves. And it turns out that when they were hiking this one time, monsoon happened, creating like a blockage. So they couldn't get out. They were stuck in these caves. And it's like a five-hour trip to get out of there. It's like a big ordeal to get these kids out of that cave. Or they would probably have died if this didn't get attention. Well, Elon Musk is like, fuck this. I'm going to send engineers over there, you know. And so he's like, fuck, okay. And, um... That's his thing, man. He, big news story, boom, that happens. So someone on the Twitter was like, yo, bro, why are you all helping other people when you can't even help Flint? <laughs> like, Flint, Michigan's got this thing with water. And I was in Michigan. Water there is very weird. Like, if you wash your hands and then you put the water on your hands, I guess it's a, a softer water. I guess that's a thing. I guess water here is heavy because it has minerals. Over there, it's, like, more filtered. So, like, the water, like, you wash your hands, try to get the soap off. It's really hard to do. It feels, yeah, it just doesn't get off as well. Um, well, I, I guess a lot of the water is polluted in Michigan. It's not just Flint. It just so happens Flint was the worst, and the news story got out. But that had been happening forever. It just so happened to make a news. And, uh, and this is a long time coming that the Flint has been shitty, right? And there's, like, no way they could fix it because the company that took it over, uh, the water... Um, pipes and everything like that they had been like that for years like they just took it over it's not like they knew to restructure they tried to fix it but they couldn't you know whatever so okay so someone says that to Elon Musk and then he goes he responds what where's the you wouldn't be able to capable but I don't know Mr. Elon please consider that this is a commitment that I will fun fixing the water in any house in Flint that has water contamination above FDA levels posted. No kidding. Uh, that's cool, man. He's going to go and try and fix some shit. And uh, a lot of people are bitching. They're like, it's weird. It's a weird thing. This guy, is he's rich. He happens to be white. But you know, he's not really, like, American white. I think he's, like, South African. I don't know. I forgot. Is he? I don't know. Anyways, so this guy, rich dude, goes to try to help Michigan. You know, that's cool, man. A rich dude trying to help someplace in America. And uh, people are like, why are you putting your head in this business? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And I'm like, well, at least he's trying. I mean, <laughs> Michael Moore comes from Michigan. I don't see him trying to fix it. He just he just makes a movie or some shit like that. I didn't even make a movie about the fucking thing. He didn't make a movie about anything. He's just like provocateur, you know, like, hey, yeah, healthcare sucks, you know. That lemon sucks. What was the other one? Healthcare? healthcare? Guns suck. You know, that's his thing. But he never bothered to help. And he came from there. Um, there's like a lot of rich people out there. They don't like tackle actual problems. Like they tackle like grand scheme problems like world hunger or some kind of a unattainable goal. But I think if more of these rich people were to just grab a hold of a goal and fix it, I think it's more more attainable than saying <clears throat> we're gonna fix poverty, we're gonna fix you know hunger, we're gonna fix 
cancer, you know. Nah, it's it's ridiculous. Flint, Michigan's like one place. I mean, that's it was a news story, and then he, you could just fix it, you know. Like for instance, um, when they had that whole thing about drilling oil near some uh, Indian reservations um, river or some shit like that. Yeah, that sucks, man. And there was protests and everything. Why couldn't a rich person figure that shit out? Oh, yeah, here, we'll do this. Boom. You know? Like, as opposed to, I'm going to just give money to some miscellaneous organization, and they'll feed the poor around the world. Nah, man. I bet, like, if these rich people were just to fix parts of America that were fucked up, like Chicago. Like, Chicago itself is pretty fucking violent in some places. Some rich rapper could fix that, you know? (laughs) Like, rather than, like making a song or protesting or donating money to some random organization, they could hire people and fix a problem. You know, like, like it all comes back to my, uh, my big thing of, uh, of protesting. You know, we protest and do these things, especially the rich people. You get like Madonna, fuck Trump, this, all that. They have real money. And they could hire real smart people to fix problems as opposed to just paying an organization. It's kind of like, you know how like you'd have to get with a record company or a radio station to create some kind of content where you're talking? But now people could just do that by themselves. Well, rich people need to fucking use their brains a little and then they could help things by themselves, you know, rather than taking a knee or anything like that. Like, I'm not against it, granted, but I do think that with all the money that you guys got, rather than donating or just putting your knee down or bitching about something on on, uh, some song or something, I mean, if you have the money, why don't you pull your money together or get with other rich people pull your money together hire a bunch of smart people and attack a problem like you know like you got cops killing people in one area let's let's help that community to see what the fuck is happening you know and Elon Musk is a, a person who's just fucking trying to fix water i mean he tackles that problem that'd be great if there's power missing from a country or a state, you can you can work together to fix that. See, um, well, he's being an example, not an exception, and that's cool. People should follow example. You know, hey man, he's helping people. He's sticking his head in business. You should stick your head in some business, and uh, not shit on this guy for it. That's fucking cool, though. You know, did I read a comment that was funny? Uh, Michael Moore, why is he helping? Here come the people ready to criticize Elon for wanting to help while they sit at home doing nothing, fellow citizens. That's a pretty shitty thing to say. Most most people can't really do what Elon Musk can do. But rich people, though, they could do some shit. Yeah, whatever on that. That's fucking tight. More power to you, Elon. All right. Now, this, you know, this is a new story that I'm going to read out. It's near and dear to my heart because this is a fucking epidemic of uh, word police. You got Papa John's. John Schnatter used racial slur on conference call. Issues apology. Now you're like, what the fuck? Papa John cursed. He used a racial slur. What did he say? Well, I guess there was an event where he was talking about some. He was talking at a conference, and they were calling him racist and everything because he's. He's with the NFL, so it's a big thing where, you know, if you're not down for the cause or something like that, if you're supporting the NFL, you're an asshole or a racist. And then um, 
because you know Papa John's guy, he's like a, he's the figurehead for like pizza, which is okay pizza by the way. Um, he goes, Colonel Sanders called blacks, and they they it's funny how they uh, kind of uh, censored this word, but he said the N word. Now I don't have the balls to say the full word, but and you know what I mean. It's like bigger, but with the N in it. <laughs> I mean, it rhymes with bigger. It rhymes with uh, ninja. No. Well, he uses that word, right? He goes, Colonel Sanders called blacks, boom, the N-word. And uh, and then what else did he say? Move to terminate the come. And then he goes, he, he goes, people used to drag African-Americans from trucks until they died. So basically he's saying like, like shit was bad back then, which is duh, <laughs> and he's not that kind of racist, which is kind of duh. Like for for a normal, not a normal person, I guess not anymore because this if it was normal, this wouldn't be an issue. But for people who have brains, you can tell that this fucking guy wasn't using a racial slur. He was explaining something in a sentence, and he used the word in the sentence. It's like I said, this mouse used to be evil. Well, he said evil in a sentence, you know, like it's, it's terrible that this is coming to, he had to apologize for this shit too. And that's, that sucks too. Like who the fuck, they like people started canceling contracts with this guy cause he's the N word and they made it sound like he called the person that, or he was like, I don't know, using the word in a bad way. And intent has gone away from words. Like, I don't know why, but people have like they've got these blinders on they hear one word out of a sentence and it becomes the subject matter and you i've argued with some stupid people like you say like uh hey you don't need to do this because there's a better way to do it oh you're telling me what's better that's how it is and like they ch they, they hijack the conversation you know you're trying to say a, B, and C, and they pick out B, and then that's it. They just become that word, and that's the that's that's what you were really talking about, you know. You're demeaning me in this way, you know, shit like that. This guy used a word in a sentence to describe ancient times, you know, or not ancient times, back in the day shit, you know. Duh, people were racist. They said some shit, you know. And then pizza guy was just trying to, you know, defend himself. This guy's just a pizza guy, man. He ain't like fucking like martin luther king here like good or obama good talk good talkers you know he's just a guy you know he's trying to explain a real simple th thought is like he's not racist <laughs> and, and 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 he you know he don't have slaves or anything and he used the n-word in context and um it became a thing in which you know fuck this guy and then people were just idiots you know <laughs> like if you, if you can't tell the intent of what he was doing then you're a fucking dummy you know i'm gonna have to say that come at me come at me bro change my mind you're talking about a guy using the n-word in a sentence you know like <clears throat> i don't i don't do it because i ain't got them balls you know because I, I i i'm reading about a subject in which a guy got in trouble for saying it you know, so here I am talking about a guy saying it, and I'm like, "Ooh, shit, I'm kind of scared. I might, I might use that word by accident or some shit like that, because I don't really don't think it's a word in sense. Like, it all depends on the context. If you're calling somebody that, yeah, of course it's bad. But if you say, yeah, back in the day they used to say that. Like, look at a Tom Sawyer book or um or Mark Twain book on Tom Sawyer. He fucking said that. There was an actual guy called n-word slim or something like that or i forgot his name but it, it was the n-word you know that was his name because what that book is an i in which 
what happened in those times and <clears throat> how that how that time was, you know. And he's just explaining it in the book. You know, in the book, it's literally just like you're just saying it. Now, does that make Mark Twain racist? Who knows, you know. But I have to say, though, in the context, he wasn't really being mean. He was just writing a story. This dude right here just used a word from back in the day saying Colonel Sanders used to say it. And rather than key on what he said, you just keyed on the one word. And that's fucking terrible, you know. And then we're getting crazy with these, uh, this, this thought police, you know. I mean, you just fucking heard a word and said, oh, fuck this guy, you know. It, it doesn't stop there, people. If you start fucking shitting on people for one word out of a sentence or taking things out of context, you know, like, oh, you're belittling me because you said you could do things better or some shit like that. You're, you're not, it's, it's evil. It's a new form of evil. It is. Why is it evil, you say? Well, it's because there's no repercussions to that. You can do it and get away with it and destroy somebody. Or in a conversation, you can totally misunderstand somebody, turn them into the villain, and you know win an argument that you shouldn't have won. You know, and it's, it's bad. So you're talking about fixing a car or something like that, and you're like, well, you did it this way, but it'd be done better if we did this, this, and this. So why don't we do this? And then you're like, well, what the fuck? What do you mean better? What, like, um, you're better than me? And, like, that wasn't even the subject of what's going on. The guy was just saying, let's fix the car, you know? Like, for instance, I remember I told somebody, I'm all like, oh, you know, the doctor's real busy, you know, but, like, as soon as they can, they'd be willing to talk to you, like, after they're finished talking to the patients. That stupid fucking patient took it to the next level and was like, oh, fucking you're willing to talk to me that's so derogatory like i'm like some fucking peasant and da 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 and I, they took one word out of the context of even the subject matter you know and like pushed a narrative that didn't exist you know you're all talking about how they're gonna try to work with you and you took the word willing and turned that into a, a pejorative you know like oh yeah they're fucking willing idiot <laughs> i mean fucking idiot there's a lot of idiots out there you know I mean, there's more than normal people. Why do I say this? Because if there were more normal people or uh, more non-idiots, this wouldn't be a thing. People would say, oh, yeah, I used the N-word, huh? What did he say? Oh, he said that? Oh, okay. That wasn't, he, he didn't say anything bad. <laughs> he, he's quoting something that happened back in the day. Oh, okay, I get it. You know, doesn't mean like if I said a barbarian used to smash the Neanderthals, you know, and it does, oh, he's bad because he wants to smash people. Um, no, he was, he was talking about the past. It doesn't mean he wants to smash people, you know. You, you fucking buffoons. <laughs> let's see if I can... Let's see. He quoted some, yeah, he quoted... Someone in the comments was like, he quoted someone who made this comment decades ago. Yeah, duh. Let's see, let's see a rebuttal to that. Do you know what quoting is? Newscaster had mad... Manahan to tell us what Papa John said without saying it. Oh, yeah. It's funny, too, because they quoted a guy. It's weird, this news article, because no one was there. They didn't hear him say that. They don't have a recording. They heard someone say it, and then it became a quote. And that's a real thing that they're doing in the news now. In the year 2018, the media, the fourth estate, has become a force of evil. Like and you're like, whoa, you're exaggerating. No, I have, I'm not. They're they're slowly pecking away at our society with this evil that they're doing, and we got to get some laws to fix this. But this problem because 
the fourth estate was supposed to be checks and balances, you know, kind of thing. It was like a, a like a un like a like a thing in which they could call out the government, you know. But if you start to censor them, uh, it becomes the thing of oh, you're censoring the media. But look what the media did. They he this is a conference that was held, and they they just heard people say it. They didn't actually hear him say it. The media quoted somebody saying, "Oh yeah, people around the conference said this." So literally, this isn't news. This is hearsay. You know, of course he probably did say this because he apologized. Obviously, I get that, but. They just took liberties with this. They didn't get the actual quote. They didn't hear the actual thing, but they reported it nonetheless. And they can get away with this. And um, who's to say when it stops? Why did a guy say it to a guy to a guy that he said he hates black people? You know, but like in quotations. They even put quotations like he actually said it in that way. And... um, yeah, the media, man, they're getting intense with this shit. They're going to make you just say anything, you know, and that's bad. It's real bad. It's a bad time for media. And there's no way to fix it because, like, if you do, you're kind of censoring the media. What we need is more people to call them out. They should call them out for that. Even though well, he, prob- he probably did say that, even if that. But the technicality is you didn't hear him say that, so you cannot quote him that because they put it in quotes. According to Forbes. Jesus Christ. That's terrible. Anyways, moving on. Uh, I thought this was of interest. Miami street artist with no arms accused of stabbing tourists with scissors using his feet. So this guy has no arms. He draws on, on the beach in Miami and with his feet. That's a big deal. He gets paid. You know, people pay him. right? Oh man, that's fucking cool. And you got no arms? Holy shit. Well... He went and stabbed a tourist. So I read the story, and as it turns out, this um, uh, guy accused this dude stabbing him in the arm with the scissors. Crazy thing, too, because not only did this armless dude stab the dude, he stabbed him in the arm, so it's a high position. You would think you'd stab him in the leg. He should have stabbed him in the leg. Uh, it says that... Um, and he got charged with aggravated assault using a deadly weapon. And uh, so Mr. Crenshaw, the armless guy, says, The tourist walked up to him as he was sleeping and punched him in the face. Okay, stop there. You got no arms and a dude punched you in the face. And he only used scissors to, and he actually got to stab the dude in the arm. I mean, that's a thing, man. If, if, if the guy got punched in the face and he had no arms that shouldn't be that should be like self-defense i mean you can kill a guy by punching him in the face <clears throat> and he has no arms like seriously if you wanted to you just kick his leg and then beat the shit out of him to death you know i mean like he doesn't know any he doesn't know this guy it's not like mr crenshaw here armless dude knows every human being on earth i'm not saying that what he did was right in a way, I mean, like, if, if he truly did get punched in the face, then, yeah, man, he lucky he just stabbed the dude in the arm. That's, that's pretty fucked up. He could be lying, though. You know, like, why why is he homeless? I mean, he's got, like, he could draw on shit. And the, the news doesn't really follow up on this. He just, uh, it just reports that he stabbed them, and they didn't do any um, actual news. Stab Carl twice with scissors. Mr. Coronado, friend, told the authorities. Yeah, so like the armless dude just randomly. Okay, so armless dude stabs dude because he says he got punched in the face. 
two witnesses, part of the other crew, said, oh, yeah, man, this guy just fucking randomly did that, you know, and ran off. So, I mean, they didn't do any follow-up. They didn't do any, they just reported it as is. And that's okay, I guess. But did this guy ever do this before? That'd be one thing. And, of course, two friends would say, yeah, you fucking attacked me first. I mean, like, it doesn't make sense for an armless guy to start attacking people randomly. So I, I, I believe, I tend to want to believe the armless guy, but I could be wrong. Maybe he did go crazy. He looks kind of weird. Weird in the sense like, yeah, that man, that guy will fuck you up. <laughs> but I have to say, though, if you're going to, if you punched a, if you punched an armless guy, you're an asshole and deserve to be stabbed. Let's just say. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Shark attacks Instagram model as she poses for a photo. I only read that. I don't really need to read this. The lady was in the pool with a shark, and the shark bit her. I'm like, why Why did you even do that? Are, is anyone surprised by, by that? You know, like, if... <laughs> I want you to pose with a shark. <laughs> okay. I mean, just just that sentence alone should just be like, should I do this? <laughs> I mean, like, it sucks that she did that. But, like, would you think? Instagram model. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of this. Um, she's just a girl who probably gets, takes pictures of herself. I've seen that, you know. I've seen random women just, like, taking pictures at random spots, you know. And I guess that's what she did. But this time, she took it to the next level. She got bit by a shark. Duh. What are you posing with a shark? Don't do that. All right, kids. Don't be posing with sharks. Just saying. All right. Marvel's Black Widow movie will be directed by Kate Shortland. Now, I used to, like, make fun of random... Because you know why the female Kate... Shortland is directing a movie with the Black Widow in it. You know why, right? Because it's a female. They want to keep it all female. Disney's trying to get that social justice going, and they're like, oh, keep it all female. Now, I remember when Wonder Woman did it, and they, they got that one um, Patty Jenkins to do it. I'm like, who the fuck is this lady? She like she did Monster, and that's about it, right? And a couple other things, but she ain't no, no superhero movie. But she made Wonder Woman, and that was pretty fucking good. I ate my words. So <clears throat> here, here you go, uh, and you got you know social justice. They got Kate Shortland, famous for such movies as Lore, The Silence, TV movie, The Secret Life of Us in two thousand one. Uh, yeah, a bunch of movies I've never fucking heard of. The Berlin Syndrome. That's her most recent movie. Let's see here. It got a average score. It's about a passion holiday, whatever. So, it, I mean, okay, Black Widow, for those who don't know, is like this KGB spy turned into a good guy person with S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Uh, in, in the Marvel Universe. That's it. Um, so they can make a movie about her because they're trying to cash in on that social justice. I mean, don't pretend. In the year 2018, you're not making this movie because everyone's like, I want to watch Black Widow. They're trying to cash in on that. And uh, they got some random director lady to do it because they want, you know, female power, you know. Like, yeah, man, not only is the main, they want to really cash in on the, that 
you know, the main uh, character is a female and it's directed by a female, you know, with such famous movies. And they're not going to say that because there's no famous movies this lady did. Um, that's going to be the marketing campaign. Rather than, <laughs> rather than make a good movie or uh, and then market that or anything like that, they're going to market the fuck out of the fact that it's a female-directed movie and the main character is female, you know, so... The movie itself, though, uh, I thought was going to be a prequel, like how she became, which would be, I think is the way to go about it. Uh, it's a bummer, though, because it, it's like they lost the understanding of the character in the comics. In the comics, it was kind of like you didn't know who she was going to be with. She's good. She's bad. This is just another character in which, you know, she's you know a badass chick fight, fucking fucking shit up, so... I mean, we've seen a lot of these kinds of movies where people are like a badass character and they're fucking shit up, you know. So, what's the what's the catch to this movie? Oh, it's a female because there's no there's never been a movie the female fucking shit up, you know. We get there has been so, but this is Black Widow. They're gonna try to make that work. Hopefully, it works. I don't know if they could do as good as Wonder Woman. What I like about Wonder Woman it was unique in the sense that here you got this one woman is goddess and. You know, is trying to help people. It turns out she don't want to help people, and then ends up helping people. That's a good character arc, if you, if ever heard any. What, what do you got, with, uh, Black Widow? Anyways, it could be a good movie. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fucking knock it though. I just I just hate the idea of it that they're going to like. It's totally for PR. You know, they didn't want to make this movie because they thought we can make this a good movie. They made this movie because they they want to cash in on people like, oh man, I want to see a woman hero. Uh, food for thought though, Ant Man and the Wasp came out and it did terrible. Like, it did okay, but it was a Marvel property that didn't do as good as they wanted it to. So that's a big deal. So they're like, you know, what the fuck? How come this failed? And I'll tell you why it failed. Ant-Man and the Wasp. I mean, like, it's it's Ant-Man was pretty cool. I liked it. It was a good movie. And, and the Wasp. I mean, of course I want to watch the sequel. I mean, I think it would have worked better if they called it Ant-Man 2. Maybe. I don't know. But you wanted to include the female in there. So Ant-Man and the Wasp, who is pretty popular in the comics. Not really. But they're there. Ant-Man's not even that fucking popular, but he's there. <laughs> And that movie didn't do too well. So, I mean, will the audience want to watch this? I mean, movies now cost about 15 bucks. I mean, you want to spend 15 bucks watching this movie? I think if the Black Widow movie came out, if you really wanted to make this movie work, I say low budget and make it like down to earth. You know, like like a John Wick kind of movie. You know, I think I think that would work. It would be popular by that. You know, because um, Black Widow is not a big enough character. Like Wonder Woman's like one of the Trinity. Like if you talk in Batman comics, you got your or um, DC, you got your Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. That's your Trinity. It always works. You know, you get the three mains, you're good. In Marvel Universe, there is no Trinity or anything like that. There is no main female. Marvel isn't big on female power. They do it now, like for social justice, and these fucking comics bomb like crazy. You know, like Gwen Stacy and Gwenpool and all this bullshit. They always try to make female characters work. But it, the demographic of the people who buy these comics are men who are not really 
accepted in you know society and so they want an outlet so they read these fucking comics of these fantastical stories where they can impersonate not impersonate personify these characters like oh yeah man spider-man i could i could relate you you read in the comic because you can relate and um there's a market out there for these women and the women don't want to watch it read these comics because they can't relate to these characters because they're dudes now you're coming out with these female comics problem is they don't read fucking comics and that's the thing. So you're trying to cash in the market, so you created these characters. They still don't want to read this. And I think that's just a societal thing, you know, because you got men and women, and they are actually different, you know. Um, a lot of people like to think they're the same, but, you know, they got overlapping things where they're the same, you know, like we both breathe, that kind of thing. <laughs> Running, you know. Some are smart, some are dumb, you know. And, and we overlap on those issues. But we are different in a way in our society. Because, like, um, nowadays, right, if, like, okay, right now, I'm pretty confident. If I go, <clears throat> if I go into a bar, right, and I start talking to a girl, that's a 50-50, you know, maybe, that I might get that number, you know, her phone number, talk to her, maybe you can get a date out of it, maybe, right? If I'm a female, you know, that, that, that percentage is different. That means... I may have a 60-40 or maybe even 70-40 chance of talking to a guy and getting with them. You just be like, ah, you say whatever the fuck, you probably get with that guy. There's a greater chance. If you fucking deny that, you are stupid. (laughs) Women on average, like, you know, by the time they're 14, 15, they've already talked to so many guys. Not like, hey, let's get, because guys are talking to them constantly because guys want to get with these girls you know like it, like it could be subconscious or whatever but more guys are talking to girls than girls are talking to guys you know that's just the statistic i mean and you're like what statistic i mean i mean I'm just, maybe it's anecdotal but i mean that's how i feel and like you know they're better at talking to people so they're not like shunned as much i think it's shunned by each other and that kind of sucks and they go into this whole like hate phase you know like some of them do Guys do that, too. They do it more, I think. But, you know, you get your goth and everything like that. I could see I could see that. But statistically, I feel that, you know, women could go out there. And you're like, what, what does this have to do with comic books? Well, I mean, you know, most guys are reading comic books. are usually shunned, you know, by society. Or, you know, they're not talking to as many girls. They're not being who they want to be. So they want to read these comics and these fantastical stories, you know. And then girls, they want to be something else. What that is, I don't know. They want to, you know, in the comics, it does not give them that. And primarily, the people writing these comics are usually dudes. So the dudes are writing these female comics. Hey, you know what? I think I, I figured out their problem. Yeah, maybe they should have women write their comics because they can understand what women want and what, the, what women want to read about and then market in that way. So you're saying, why can't we do this with movies? Eh, I, I don't know, man. Why can't you? Wonder Woman cracked it, cracked it. But I think the reason why the Wonder Woman worked was because it was a good movie. Like, it was a good story. They had a good character arc. So, I mean, to make Black Widow work, I really do think you need to understand that character. Or not. You have to create a new kind of character. All right, what's worked in the movies? And then have a good character arc, you know, which she learns, that kind of thing. All I'm not saying that women need to learn. I'm saying all heroes or main characters or protagonists, you want them to learn something in there because we are all 
effectively learning through life. So we need to relate to something. And then how do you, and what's your core audience? Are you trying to just get women? It's hard because what do you do with this character? You know, that's a spy lady. You know, there's tons of spy movies. How do you separate her from the fold? You know, she's Black Widow. She's a comic book character. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, yeah, I, I think they could, I, I think they could crack that. You know, after I just riffed about it, I just came up with it. The studio met with over 70 directors of the job, mostly female. So they did something called racism. Not racism. They discriminated. Because if they met, if unless they met 140 uh, directors for the job, or said over 70, mostly female, I don't think it was a thing in which. There was a director position, and then only women directors came into that. I think they, they singled the women out for that. I mean, you, that's the only time you can discriminate, right? When you're discriminating against men. <laughs> that's the thing, man. If you're a white guy, you get discriminated. If it was a movie about black people, I bet buddy they would discriminate there. They were like, oh, we can only have, you know, a black person direct this shit. <laughs> so, like... And when I said this shit, I meant this thing. You know, don't take that into a racist context. See, that's something that could be mis misquoted. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you're white and if you're a dude, you can be discriminated. That's, that's, a, that's just the ABC's of America nowadays. <laughs> it's like we didn't learn from our mistakes. We just made new ones. You know, we discriminated against black people, and that, that was the thing. Now we can discriminate against white people, and it's okay because they were on top, right? That sucks. It's like we're not learning to be better people. We're becoming the people we didn't want to be. And that is the new America. Uh, U.S. appeals judges' orders allowing AT&T to buy Time Warner. Um... Okay, so this is in the news because they're a big company. AT&T, Time Warner, they're merging. That's a big deal. And I guess, I don't know why, but the government stopped them from doing it. It's the whole, you don't want a monopoly. You know, like the, like Pacific Bell was a big deal. And they, had, they were just too big. So the government came in and slapped them and cut them across. So there was like Southwest Bell and Northwest Bell, things like that. Split the company up. Well... I guess that, so in reverse, they're like, hey, you can't combine because you'd be too big. Now, the reason why they're combining, really, is so they can compete against, like, Netflix and things like that. And then, then Disney's doing, has already done it. Disney and Fox got together. So they're just trying to be competitors. That makes sense, right? Corporations getting big like that. I mean, that's the next evolution. Before, it was, like, small companies. I can, I can only imagine back in the day, you're a restaurant chain o opener, Joe like Joe's Burgers right and then like there's another company you know in another city called Sam's Burgers and you guys combine together to become Joe and Sam's Burgers or some shit like that right you know and then so you have a bit of a franchise and they're like oh shit you guys are too much you guys corner in the burger company you know and then this is the new epoch you know you got yeah these big giant phone slash tv slash internet people coming together to form these big massive companies meanwhile netflix is just a big massive company it's kind of a weird thing netflix should just buy at&t and time warner that would be a move 
Maybe too big. I wonder if that's a thing. Because you, because because America is trying to promote. The thing is, I don't even know why they were able to do that in the begin with. But America is trying to promote capitalistic beliefs and things like that. You know, like if you start a business, you could be big. And when a company gets too big, it, it becomes harder for little companies to grow. They should just abandon corporations to begin with. They should have never had those at all. You know, but maybe, there they are, big companies. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, they do so many, like, the bad things that they do go unchecked. And the good things that they do is really minimum. Like, they don't really do anything good. I mean, AT&T, Time Warner, if they didn't exist as companies, there'd be other companies to be internet providers. I mean, the service is out there. It's like if smart water went down in flames, there's still water out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if Aquafina just disappeared off the face of the planet, it's not like all the water's gone. If these two companies just disbanded and became little companies, it wouldn't matter. You'd still have internet. <laughs> Whatever, man. I don't even know how to think about that. I, I, do, I think do think that's weird that they even try to block them. Yeah, people are against it, though. Because you don't want these companies to be big. And I think that just goes to like an understanding. Underneath their skin, we know it's wrong. We know we don't want these huge companies to merge together. Because they're just too big, you know? And I think the, the greater scheme of things, they shouldn't, right? They shouldn't merge. They shouldn't have these big companies. But then again, you wouldn't get a Netflix if that happened, you know? It's tricky. Corporations wouldn't have, if without them, you wouldn't have yielded an iPhone, right? I mean, that's how we progress. Oof, it's tough. Um, Bruce Wayne's father is rumored to play a role in the Joker origin film. Oh, that's a nice segue, huh? Alright, I brought this up because I just thought it was weird. They're making a Joker movie. What the fuck? Why? <laughs> like, who? who's that person wants that? You know, whatever. Joaquin Phoenix is in it. And uh, for some reason, they're going to attach Thomas Wayne into playing a significant role in um, Joker's coming to be, which is fucking stupid. You know, like, why? Why? <laughs> it's like they're just using these characters and putting them together. Oh, yeah, they were always connected. Batman was always connected to the Joker, you know. I always thought Batman and the Joker were about the same age, but they went uh, in one of the comics. They they went back. They said he's been doing this for about two hundred years. I don't know. Joker movie. Who's that person? They just be making shit. Why can't we make new movies? I miss that. All right. Segue. Woman calls police on black family delivering newspapers. Now I only brought this up, and I don't really give a shit about this article because. Uh, it's like uh, this lady was delivering newspapers, and instead of like talking to them, they uh, called the police on this lady. And the reason I brought this up is because this is this is happening in the news a lot, um, where people instead of like talking to people, they're just calling the police. And I think you should be arrested for that to put a kibosh on this so i remember seeing a news article where this lady uh was lemonade stand some black girls were selling lemonade and this lady called the cops on them you should be arrested for that 
if, if you call the cops for that. And then, it, again, with the pool, this guy tried to bring, like, go into the pool, but he didn't have an ID. But he doesn't really need an ID because he has a key card. But they called the police. They didn't even talk to the guy. They just called the police. I mean, that's happening more and more where people are calling the police for fucking stupid reasons, wasting resources to do nothing, really. They're like, oh, yeah, this person's black. And, like, okay, two things about this. One, they should go to jail, period. If you fucking call the cops on on, on people like this and, it, and there's nothing, there's no reason for it, you should go to jail and they should report that on the news to stop it. Fourth estate, right there. Two, the news is reporting it more. And I have a theory about that. I think that this has been happening for a while because the news reporting people like policemen shooting people it's not like there's a rampant thing of policemen shooting random people nonstop. No, this has been happening for years, decades, you know. But it's w less now than it was before. But the news is reporting it more than it was. So it's like a like an inverse power struggle here. You know, news reporting something that's happening less, but they're reporting it more. Here, here's this: they're reporting these people calling on families of black people more and i think i understand why fucking media man they got they're getting worse you know jordan peterson calls it the final death spiral or the death cry or death spiral of the media because they're just like trying to get people to read their news stories so they, they get anything so they're reporting anything that kind of like will incite rage and this is incites rage right you know because you're like oh fucking racism uh so the media is forming the government, forming an opinion in people that doesn't exist. Like, oh, there's racism everywhere. I bet these fucking crazy people have always been around, you know, and uh, they should report how they go to jail or some shit like that. But no, they're just reporting these stories more and more. I don't think this is happening more and more. I think that they're just reporting it more and more. And I bet I'm right. Come at me, bro. Come change my mind. <laughs> So if you want to talk to me on the Twitter, I'm at the at podcast for me or K Dog. You can find me as K Dog at podcast for me, uh, or I'm on Facebook, podcast for me, or Gmail. Once again, podcast F O R me, not the number four. In retrospect, maybe I should have did that, but whatever. All right. Okay, Nevada execution delayed indefinitely after ruling on drug so they're gonna kill this dude in uh, Nevada um, this is how the story should should go Nevada execution delayed indefinitely after ruling on drug so it should report like at the end of the article it says what he did homeboy uh, like it's a drug thing he's robbing people and killing people and dismembering people he does it more than once he just kills people and dismembers them right it's a drug thing because he needs drugs or whatever. Drug deal going wrong. But that's what he does. That's his thing. He does it more than once. He uses a sledgehammer to break victims' limbs and all that bad shit. So Nevada's like, fucking, we got to kill this guy. But because uh, a thing in which one of the drugs that they're going to use to, like, to, so they're going to do lethal injection, I guess. So they're going to, you know, put him to sleep or whatever, then fucking kill him, you know, with some executing drugs i guess you know this shit's not working it's not tested so it's delayed until they figure this shit out two things about this one um why can't they just transfer them to another state where they kill them where they got it down or two why kill them 
seems like this is a drug thing. I, I don't know. Like, if you read the story, I'm not going to go into details, but it seems like meth is related to everything here, you know? So, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure if instead of killing him, if you put him in an asylum or something like that, he, he's like, he's saying now, but, I mean, there's a reason why he was doing drugs and then killing people, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, that's a thing, you know? Like, he, somehow he got there. And then let him live out his life, you know? It's a, I mean, like, I get if he raped a bunch of kids or some shit like that put a bullet in his head or something like that i mean there's i mean it comes to to be like what are my thoughts on executing people well it works like this i mean you got some people i think at this time unless they figured it out we can't figure out how to help these people and we shouldn't really keep them until we can figure out how to help them oh maybe give them a 50 50 uh cryogenically freeze them and then if you can bring them back then do it and wait first if you can help them that's one and then if you can bring them back to life that's two so keep them there it costs too much money right it's all about money in the end well a good society would do that i guess try to help the person but i mean some people just can't be helped in the time that's needed you know we only have a finite time on this earth i mean when you're talking about resources and shit i mean or morality let's we really should have a conversation about the death of a person, you know, like, what is our goal? If we're trying to help them, why aren't we helping them? If it's, we need to get rid of this person because of anger, let's have that conversation too. If it's a thing in which he cannot be helped at this time, we don't have the resources to help him, um, he needs to be done so he's not a drain on our society, you know, something like that. Some real smart intellectual should combat this subject, so we're not just killing people needlessly. Like a lot of people could be saved. Who knows? Some people don't deserve to die. They just deserve to be helped, you know. Um, it might come to be that, you know, people are just, there's no such thing as free will. We're just a, um, a, a process that happens, you know, like with education and food and, you know, nutrition and, you know, the way we're raised in genetics, you know, we might be the barbarians of our time, you know, 100, 200 years from now, they'll be like, what the fuck, man? Why are they killing these people? You know, who knows? I don't know these things. But I do ask the question, why don't we debate them? It's like we'd even discuss it. Well, this shit just happened. And people had their own little discussions in their own little rooms, but there was no public debate. You know, I don't know why don't we publicly debate things or discuss things. Publicly, we don't do that. In individuals, we do, but there's no main forum like a, like a, everyone must watch this it's debate. You know, kind of thing. You know, the only debates we watch are the fucking theatrics between who's going to be the president. You know, and it's it is definitely theatrical. You know, oh yeah, it's cool. It's entertainment, if anything. It's ridiculous. You know, who's the next white person to take over? You know, that kind of thing. And then um, who's the social justice guy who's going to take over? I think the next president's going to be a good one, though, because you got the Trump, and uh, everyone fucking hates his guts. So naturally, everyone's going to be polarized to the other person. Oh, man, you know, <laughs> come to think of it, though, if I was Trump and I was a smart guy, I would team up and um, I would try to get someone who's incompetent but, like, super social justice uh, – to fight me. So with he, he's a Republican. The next Democratic uh, uh, electee, I would fucking fully support this guy if he was like a... Or a girl. Oh, yeah, that's what I would do. I would, I would totally like a black woman 
from Uganda or something like that. <laughs> some some hardcore social justice who's like pro transgender and like uh, pro like well not pro transgender as in that's a thing to do, but like pro like you know censorship of words like you must call someone a cis female, pushing that agenda. Um, uh, censoring uh, comics, uh, censoring movies, you know, when, when women, I mean, just, yes, man, get the pro, super hardcore liberal person, and I would fucking fund them hard, <laughs> and that's what I would do, and uh, there you go, you have a choice, Trump or that person, <laughs> you know, like, I'm gonna censor the fuck out of everything, you know, <laughs> everyone will go to jail, <laughs> you know, that kind of person. You know, because I thought it was hate speech, but he said he didn't like his spaghetti. No, it's fucking hate speech because I dictate what hate speech is, you know, because that's the thing now, you know, in our in our day and age. We're just like uh, we discuss things. And if we don't like it, some people are just like oh, they need a safe room, you know, so they don't feel offended. You know, so, so someone's saying some words that totally differs from what your opinion is, that can be considered hate speech. You're like, yeah, women, w the wage gap for women, w for women, you know, like that can be a thing that can be discussed, but it becomes an argument and then it becomes a thing in which, no, fuck you, I am right. There is a wage gap. Let's all group together, sisters and or cisgender females or whatever the fuck. And then like, we, women, gender gap exists, you know, <laughs> like... Right? But like, wait, let's discuss it. You know, what's your statistic? You know, is it because you know you have more overtime or less women are working in certain jobs? You know, like you saying that Google's really like no more women. You know, like the fuck. Uh, I don't know, man. It's crazy. You should get one of those people. Like, find a college and have Christina Hoff Summers discuss the gender wage gap. And the fucking leader of the group that tries to do the mob mentality, like shout her out, rather than hearing her ideas or not even being there to support it. Like if 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 a, if a person is out there in a college and they're having a discussion, like as in a, a lecture, and you're you're against it, don't go to it. But instead, they protest it by grouping together and yelling over her, proving her right because. If you're not allowing her to talk, you're you're being a Marxist. You're being a fascist. You're not allowing people free speech, and you're calling it hate speech, which kind of is undermining, right? Because hate speech is like, hey, I want you all to die. You know, she's just explaining something that she thinks is right. She could be wrong for all for all intents purposes, but we can't let her say that because you're not allowing her to talk. And by not allowing her to talk, by default, she's right. You can say no because you're stopping her hate speech. Once again, you're caught in this fucking perpetual loop you idiot <laughs> if she's just discussing uh intellectually about what this is you know as a female i mean like it'd be you know something to say you know and then maybe discuss it and maybe maybe question her maybe argue with her i don't know but don't shout her off the stage but anyways back to my original point that person who's leading the charge of shouting a person off a stage a calm demeanor person we're gonna call her hate Make that fucking person president. I get guaranteed fucking T. Trump gets elected again. And you're like, why do you want Trump? You're a Trump supporter? No, I'm not. I'm just saying if I was Trump, that's what I would do. I would fully support some 19-year-old female black person or something like that. Like that's like the super social – like, oh, he's racist because he used the word black. No. <laughs> 
I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, if you have like the super social, just think of what social justice is and they, and get that. And she has to be lesbian too, right? I don't, I don't think that's a thing anymore. I don't think they get enough words anymore because I think they've, they've won. You know, I, I really don't see lesbians jumping up there and punching people or like getting all hardcore about it. But I just say a female black person. So you got the black community engaged and got the female community engaged. Boom, done. She can do it, you know, and have her be the person who's like shouting people off colleges and shit. Oh, that Dave Rubin, he's an idiot. Ah, uh, <laughs> I'm oppressed. Ah, uh, you know, that kind of fucking person. I'm telling you, you get that person who has lived a middle class citizen all their life, you know, and feels oppressed, you know, like because. You know, they, they drive a BMW, by the way, but they're oppressed, you know, their, their parents were lawyers, you know, like they got, they're oppressed, you know, that kind of thing. It's the hypocrisy of it, you know, yes, have that person run for president and then Trump will win again. Or you'll have her be president and that will be fucking intense. Yeah, the whole system should burn, though. I mean, the government has failed. We haven't figured it out. But we've been saying that for years, right? I mean, the age of a cell phone, we should be able to vote that way. You're like, what the fuck? If I'm able to do my banking online, I'm thinking, and like that, that is a chance it could get fucked up. Same thing with voting. That's a chance it could get fucked up. I mean, fucking Putin jumped in that shit, you know? I don't see anyone crying about that. Oh, actually, I do. <laughs> so, yeah, this next section is what I call the car section. Because I had a thought. I forgot what it was, but I'm just going to play that it. We're going to call that Car Thoughts. Car Thoughts! Thoughting with cars. <laughs> Here we do some motherfucking Car Thoughts! Motherfucker! Alright, here we go. <clears throat> Maybe I should be so vulgar, but fuck, man. That's what life's about, right? You get to talk freely and say things. Oh, wait, no. I, I guess life isn't about that. I mean, I guess you could make the, uh, the classic argument, or, you know, with talking and there's consequence. But, I mean, if you're saying something and you're just cursing and then you get slapped down for it, and, you know, that's not real freedom, right? You know, you get a consequence, you know. That's, that's confusing. It's a real puzzling thought. So we're doing some motherfucking car thoughts. And uh, <clears throat> this one's about, uh, I was listening to this podcast well, several podcasts, but uh, maybe I should create a pod, uh, not a podcast, but a review of podcasts. I don't know. Well, I was listening to a podcast of uh, Joe Rogan, as always, you know, it's my Lord and Master, Lord and Savior, right? No? <laughs> well, I was listening to him talk to um, Jordan Peterson, another cool guy. You get shit for uh, saying that you like, like a person, you know, because then that becomes you're that person or something. I don't know. Like, if you're a fan of somebody and if that person does something shitty or you perceive them to be shitty, then it's a thing in which you're shitty, you know? Um, I like the way that Jordan Peterson thinks. I like the way he says things. Uh, he does say things I think particularly are um, not the right thing for him to say at this point in time. Like, um, I always said back in my early podcast that Jordan Peterson, man, he kind of needs a proxy 
to talk for him in certain situations. There's a whole psychological thing to it because some people don't like it when you, you say certain things, even though you may be right. For instance, the Black Panther movie, um, uh, if like a white person says that movie wasn't that great, da-da-da-da-da, it's a thing in which, well, that guy's racist, because obviously... And or or uh, there's a group of people, <clears throat> these white men, and they're, they're so critical of these movies. It's because they're racist. Or if you have the movie like Ocean's Eight, you know the all-female Ocean's Eight. If you don't like that movie, I haven't seen it. But if you're a white guy and you criticize that movie, it's you're obviously a racist. You're obviously misogynistic because you can't stand an all-female cat you have no opinion even if it's fucking true it just doesn't matter and Jordan Peterson is of that intellectual uh, ability he'll say shit and although it could be true or whatever um, it just comes out like you're a, you're a you're a Nazi or you're a misogynistic pig how dare you say that? What, women only have to make babies? What? You know? Now, if a woman were to say the shit that he was saying, which some do, um, they do get ridiculed. I'm not going to lie. Uh, like, you know, Chris, uh, was it Christina Hoff Summer? She, uh, she gets shat on, you know, and she's a feminist. <laughs> but he gets it more because he's a white guy. It's like the worst thing you can be right now in this day and age of 2018 in July. You can't... You, being a white dude is not good for you right now because for some reason, the political or the atmosphere, the wave of the people fucking hate white dudes, man. And any time they say anything that doesn't agree with the, the wave of the people, the will of the people at the like the majority, I would say, then you're a Nazi or you're a racist. They use these, these terminologies where all arguments are done, you know? I'm supposed to just discussing shit and understanding people. That's the way it is. That being said, um, yeah, I strayed off quite a bit, didn't I? That Joe Rogan, man, and Jordan Peterson, those two intellects talking to each other, uh, it was pretty good. It was, it was good hearing that again. Um, they've done it many times. Uh, and um, I wanted to bring up a subject that they, he brought up. There's these uh, group of people. They're called incels. And that's a word. And you're like, what the fuck is that word, right? Well, you know, Uncle Kevin's going to tell you. Uh, I guess an incel is a, is a short term for involuntary uh, celibacy. So if you're a quadriplegic or you're, you, you know, you're mentally like a vegetate, veg, veg, in a vegetative state, right? You, you can't, you can't have a relationship. I mean, if you do, that's kind of, I would have to say, I don't want to offend vegetative people who are in comas but you you can't carry on a relationship and it's kind of weird if you're into somebody in a vegetative state like um so there's like celibacy you know like involuntary celibacy so they can't get it on i mean maybe there's someone out there getting it on with the coma patient i don't know or a quadriplegic that's a thing i mean yeah i mean maybe that's a thing but normally you know if you if you're in a position in which you can't uh, you know perform certain things, you know maybe like just mentally, or maybe you were in a relationship previously, but you're not getting it on. 
And that was that, I think that's what that term was created for. I could be wrong. You can hit me at K-Dog or podcast for me or K-Dog for me on the po- Twitter or Facebook or whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, but I guess it got hijacked, that term. Got hijacked by a bunch of nerds who are fucking angry men who never really grew up. And they're, they're shitty people. They're like, the women don't want me, so I'm always... You know, I'm not getting it on because of women, right? It's more of the um, the old. The, I would call old. Um, it's a it's a young, immature way of thinking of. Yeah, women don't want me because they're bitches. You know that kind of thing. That kind of thinking, right? And then you could say something to the effect of, "If I was fucking rich, they would get with me." You know, I mean, just shit like that. Or yeah, they only like abusive men or whatever like that. Look, I mean. That's out there. Those guys exist. They're just angry fucking dudes who can't get with girls. And the reason they can't get with girls isn't because they're involuntary celibately. They're not quadriplegic. They're just, they hijacked that term, you know? And, um, like, I mean, women don't want to get with you guys, you know? That kind of thing. And then what do you do? You, you do you force the women to get with you? No. You have to be, It's it's not a thing in which... I want her. She is mine. That's wrong. It's I am of quality and then a girl comes to you. If a girl doesn't come to you or get with you, you're not of quality. It should be you should be the person who should work at it to get a girl. I mean, that's the way it is, right? I mean, depending on what you want, you know? I mean, like if you if you want a girl to come to you, you got to be of quality, you know, read uh, eat right, you know, work out, that kind of shit, or whatever, whatever kind of girl you want to attract, I guess you gotta, you know, work at it, you know, and through that, you'll find what you want, you know, that's what I think, I mean, depending on what you want in a girl, I know, complicated, I guess, but you really should work on yourself, you know, and then talk to girls, see what they like, and then, um, you know, do what, you know, you need to do to get with one, you know, whether it be, like, working on yourself, you know, don't, like take control or anything like that or drug them that's fucked up and then girls well i don't know i'm not a girl from a guy's perspective i think that a guy should just work out or you know work on themselves you know have a strong foundation and you know looking good isn't isn't the all end be all but it just kind of happens if you have a good center you know of of self you know self-worth you know if you if you have good self-worth you your chances of getting with a girl is probably higher than most and you might like i mean if i don't know man shit that's some complicated shit right just thinking about it what's to say traffic is so bad right now oh well yeah well it is fourth of july coming up um yeah i mean if, if you're working on yourself becoming your own like awesome building of awesomeness you know, usually girls will come to you, you know, usually. I mean, of course, there's outliers to that, but yeah. And you can read a bunch of self-help books for that because you, the goal isn't to make women come to you or it's their fault. It's really your fault, you know. And on their end, girls too. I mean, they got to work on themselves to get with guys, you know. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like they have it easier, but that's from my perspective. But they want to on their end they want to attract men of quality that they want kind of i don't know that's actually pretty complicated you know because girls like 
some girls you got, you know, the whole, they only like really bad dudes. Like I know this one girl, she's pretty smart, pretty up there in money. And uh, she keeps hooking up with like these like fucked up guys, you know? And uh, when there's a good guy for her, like she would hook up online and shit like that. And then like it wouldn't work. But come when it's these fucked up guys, man, head over heels. And then breaks up and you're like, why am I keep repeating that? So I don't know. I don't, I don't really understand how that is. I guess I guess you could apply the same methodology. She worked on herself to find out why she liked those attributes. You know, then maybe she could attract something better. Some other kind of guy that's better. That's tough. Yeah. So you know what? I stick to my guns on this. Yeah, I just worked this throughout. Worked this out through car talk. Car thoughts. You got to work on yourself. And then you'll get what you want in the end. Maybe, yeah, there you go. Which brings me to the point of Jordan Peterson talking to Joe Rogan. So he's talking about those incels. And a big thing that Jordan Peterson pu pushes a lot is this, let's not have uh, equality of outcome. Let's have equality of opportunity. And I agree with him on this. On, the, on, on that, the concept, kind of. He said that, so to understand what I'm talking about, he, equality of outcome, I've, I've said this in other podcasts, but if you're new to this uh, podcast, outcome meaning you've got a football game and, uh, or, okay, you got two teams, right? And um, you got mostly black people on your team, right? If you want the e equality of outcome, meaning you want more white people you know, 50% white, 50% black, you have to literally say, I know that 50% of you are good, but because I need the outcome of 50% white and 50% black, I have to get rid of 50% of you and let the people who, who didn't make the team make the team. So that way I can have half and half. Although my team isn't as good as it was before, you know, I have to create that outcome. And that's discrimination right there. You have to discriminate 50% of the black people to get that team the way you want it. Whatever demographic you're trying to reach. Say you need 50% women. So you guys all try out. 50% of you made it. The other 50% that made it, no, you can't be on the team. I need women. So I just put women in there. So your team isn't as good as it was. You're like, what the fuck? Women and men? No, no. Say you had tryouts. And for football, and you need to meet, make, make a demographic, and you need 50% Chinese people. Now, you have all these guys who made it, and you're like, well, I got to get rid of all these other people uh, because not enough uh, Chinese people played as well. I'm not saying that Chinese can't play football. I'm just saying, look at the NFL. If you wanted equality of outcome for the NFL, you would have to get rid of a, whatever demographic you're trying to reach. Meaning, like, uh, we want more Mexicans in the, in, the, in the football teams. So you'd have to get rid of a lot of people who, who earned their way there, you know? Now, that's e equality of outcome. You're just, you're just trying to reach an outcome like a, like of, of a demographic that you wanted. You can do that with anything, but like just, I, football is easier to do, you know. It just, it just is, you know, or anything really. You got a team trying out, and a hundred percent of them are black. 
you have to get rid of 50% to reach a dem an outcome of 50% white, 50% black. If you don't understand that, fucking Google it. I mean, I, that's as easy as I can get it. Now, equality of opportunity is what you really want. That's the real goal. You want everyone to try out, and whoever makes it, makes it. And if so happens to be 80% black, 20% white, or whatever you've got, 100% Chinese, say they're like the alpha race or whatever, so be it. That's just the way it is. And that's your equality of opportunity. You got the colleges, they're open, you try out, everyone gets in, it's all Jewish people. There you go. Op opportunity or uh, equality of outcome would be colleges are doing their thing. Uh, looks like a lot of the Jews are, are making it, so we're gonna have to get rid of 50% of them to, to reach our quota of, of you know 10% this, 10% that. So people who didn't really make it um, are gonna make it through that means. Now that's not fair to the other people who who passed the test or got to where they need to go. You know, it's just not fair. You know, like if 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 you had a race and you had like ten people racing and and like saying you only want you only want maybe five of those winners to be black and five of those winners to be white the uh, when the, when racing you would like make people fail so only the white people would win you know for to get five and five whatever demographic you want to reach an opportunity is you guys just race and the winner wins and that's it oh it happens to be a black guy oh it happens to be a white guy or it happens to be a black guy all the time you know just look at the olympics that is, Olympics, football, sports are like the best way to show a demographic of people who are just winning. You know, that it's a basic concept. Now, with that being said, he applied that to the incel thought process. So, quite, okay, so he wanted, it's like he forgot. He was saying that the reason why you have all these incels, the people who are like, woe is me, I can't get a woman, woe is me. He said he wanted to implement this thing called forced monogamy. Now, two things about this. It's not what you think. He did an interview and out of all the content of that interview, uh, he did say that one word. And um, forced monogamy means to, it's, it's, it's a concept in which people a society or like yeah it'd be great if we you know man and woman or, or whatever pairing up with just two people that's legit you don't want to have sex with like 30 people you want to have sex with the one person and that and make that like a social thing like it's yeah you know what's cool guys getting with your wife only you know or not not the traditional man I had sex with 10 ladies yeah good times it's, 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 it's that concept. It's not forcing people, hey, you get with this girl, you get with this guy, this is the way it's gonna be. No, no, no. It does sound, it, it's a horrible way of saying something. And Joe Rogan batted this dude. He goes, it's not like Joe Rogan destroys. He, I love when people disagree. These two disagreed, kinda. But they came to a conclusion and they were better for it. Rather than 
A normal person would have said, forced monogamy, you're a piece of shit. You're a misogynistic pig. No. Joe reaffirmed and said, hey, what does that mean? Well, when you say it like that, it, to the layman's term, it sounds like you're telling them to do this. Jordan Peterson, being who he is, intellect, he goes, well, yeah, but no one's ever done that in history. You know, it's not like I'm telling people to get together their force. It's just a society standard. He's right in a way. You know, it, it, it does, like, a guy and a girl, or a guy and guy, whatever, you, you get the... The, just getting with one partner and staying with them for a while is a good thing. In most cases, most people, I, I mean, most people go for that, you know? Like, as a female, ask yourself something. Do you want to be with many dudes forever? Or do you want to be with one person who is your soulmate forever? And most guys will think that too, you know? Like, in the end, you know, you can make all the jokes you want and say all the things you want. But in the end, you, you know you want to be with the one person and that's, I mean, and that's what he's trying to say. When that terminology was coined many years ago, it, it, it really meant a society saying, like, yeah, man, being with one person's the best. As opposed to, and no one's, I don't think anyone's really pushing this, maybe, but not a majority, saying, yeah, fucking everybody's good and, and vice versa. You know, everybody fuck everybody. You know, have a hundred mates, you know. And he explained why that's a bad move. He explains that the reason why that'd be a bad move is because, you know, if if I, being the guy, get with a bunch of girls, you know, it, and, and vice versa, it, it would be a thing in which one guy would get more of the girls than other guys because of, because of the way our society would form in that way. And it would suck. It would be. It would suck for if you had kids because you have 50 girlfriends and you had like 30 girl. Like it, it wouldn't work for the kid to have as much attention as two parents to one kid or whatever. You know, if you have like five different moms and uh, or not five different moms, five different women bearing five different children and one dad, it's it's a harder dynamic than as opposed to one guy, one girl, then a kid, or a guy, guy, whatever you wanted to say, you can still apply this to your, you know, um, homosexuality, adopting kids or what have you. But um, as long as you have two parents and then you get the one kid, it's just different when you have like five different parents or some shit like that. It, it just works better. Society has proved that. And he, he's, a, he's a clinical uh, psychologist. I mean, I think he knows. You know, he's got a, you know, a PhD and everything like that, man. That guy, guy kind of knows his shit, right? And there's, there's studies to prove what he's saying. And the fact that it's better for people to have a relationship than to have many relationships, you know? I mean, if you want to argue that, that's one thing. But to call him a person of, a, you know, forcing women to get with men, you know, 50 women to one man or some bullshit like that. That's not what he's saying. That's not what he was trying uh, to say. Now, with that being said, he says that that's what we should do. We should have that, da da da, da. And then, um, you know, with that kind of um, societal push, you know, everyone like, it's cool to be with one person, whatever slogan, whatever whatever you're teaching, you know, like that. that's what we should do as a society. I agree with that to an extent. Joe Rogan pushed him and said, look, if you do that, though, it still will be a guy... Like only the best will get with with girls, you know. And that and for for it to be a thing in which 
you have guys and girls getting together. I'm, I'm going to have to listen to that podcast again because I think that's what he was trying to say. He goes, if, if you just have a thing in which guys and girls get together and, you know, monogamy, you know, going on, then it still would be the same thing. But how do you, that would force an equality of outcome, right? Uh, shit. I lost it. You know, like, I, I really thought I understood it. I'm going to have to listen to that podcast again. I really thought that's what he was trying. Because he, he pushed an issue in which the equality of outcome, that's what he wanted. And it didn't make sense in that term. Ah, man, I'm on the fringes. They were dancing around this. The equality of out, equality outcome, you know, to this. Like, if you're, if you're a guy and you get with a girl, that would be the outcome, right? If you're forcing that outcome. But opportunity, see, sorry guys, I should have listened to that podcast a little bit more. But it was some interesting shit. I recommend you guys uh, listening to that podcast. I mean, it felt like Joe was pushing him on that. And and, um, and then he had to dance around it. But uh, it worked out pretty good. Uh, another issue I thought was cool, cool, interesting is okay on Twitter so you have this thing called the IDB or IDW inter intellectual dark web time magazine came up with this thing called the intellectual dark web where um, somebody named a group of people who have different ideologies and they uh, they do disagree with each other but they kind of all talk to each other and they're a bit of a group of a people that talk in a way, which I don't know. I I, I don't know how to explain it in, in the sense like I'm heralding this. I'll, I'll tell you that. When you have a conversation with a person and they disagree with you, you don't have to be shitty and you don't have to destroy them. You could just disagree. Now, if I put, point out a, a, like an example of something, it is up to the other person to listen to it and then either think about it or, you know, come up with the counterpoint I mean most times if you if you have an intellectual uh, exercise you say something like I don't know equality outcome you say like how can you say uh, the gender gap is real or something like this how about this I I got one so you can say something this is a classic argument Um, the pay gap men and women Women make 70 cents to every guy's dollar, you know? And the rebuttal to that is the statistic that that's from is actually just an average, right, of women, how much they make. So you get an average of women and you get an average of men. And it seems like the average man makes more than women. So you can do a statistic on, you know, 70 cents. That's where you get your 70 cents a dollar. And the rebuttal is, look, you're just taking the amount of money they're making versus the amount of money the other group is making. And you're not comparing the jobs. So, for instance, if you have, um, say, a McDonald's employee, you're saying that a McDonald's employee man is making more than a McDonald's employee woman. At the same, and they, they start at the same time. That's a lie. They both make minimum wage. Now, if you want to argue even higher than that, 
you're saying that like in a corporation, they're hire, they hire an executive, right? And they hire a guy executive and a female executive, same everything, that they will hire <coughs> the girl for less and they will hire the guy more. Or there's more guy executives to girl executives. <clears throat> now, you can argue this, I think, to the end of Earth. Because I know these guys say that shit. Not, I, I kind of believe them. But I do know that not it's more complicated than as simple as that. I know that they say, you know, it's because women choose agreeable jobs. That's Jordan Peterson's biggest thing. Agreeable. He says that there's more women doctors. They like to, you know, they'll take time off for, uh, you know, childbirth and everything like that. I agree with a lot of those points. However, there is a thing like chemists. There's no standard rate to pay a chemist. Now, the thing is, with minimum wage, we got you beat. You can't fight this argument. It's not like you're going to go pay a McDonald's employee guy more than uh, a female. That's just not happening. But when you start talking into the higher level fields like, say, uh, a chemist or a scientist or an executive or a producer, an actor, these jobs are, um, well, how do I say, um, they're, they're, they're uh, flexible, um, Gumby-like, they're, there's no standard. It's not like an actor shall make this amount of money or a producer shall make this amount of money or this, this, and this. They don't make that. A chem like You can have a company and they'll hire a chemist dude for $100,000 and, and then a chemist girl and make, and make her $50,000 or vice versa, you know? Because they're like, well, we can get the, they're, they're trying to pay for the cheapest per employer, employee. <coughs> so the going rate is say $80,000. They're gonna try to get you at 70. And depending on how you negotiate, and this is where you can make your debate, you know, um, Let's say that like a guy will negotiate more because he's more aggressive and a woman will negotiate less because she's more agreeable. You know, you can make that argument and fight that to the ends of earth. But that, once again, that's subjective. Right? Because there's no hard fucking numbers. You can't, there is no statistic. Chemists make this amount of money. I mean, you could go on Indeed.com and shit like that and it's pulling, but that's not real. That's not a real thing. There's not like a chemist in San Diego is going to make the same amount as a chemist in New York and say you have two different chemist companies like Johnson & Johnson and I don't know fucking fentanyl for life you know say that those two chemist companies are going to get paid differently because of the product so fentanyl they could pay, they could push out more because they're they're drug they're drug dealers they got more money so they can afford to pay their employees more so your numbers are skewed you know, like you, chemist A is 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 a guy, chemist guy at Johnson and Johnson gets paid twenty thousand, fifty thousand dollars, and fentanyl for life they pay chemist, you know B, and that's 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 a dude he can make a hundred thousand dollars, or say it's a girl, then the number gets weirder, right? Say the girl is agreeable and she doesn't argue and she makes eighty thousand, she still makes more than the other guy. See how complicated that is? 
If you're if you're confused, you should be because there's no standard on how much everyone makes. Only minimum wage can you make this fucking argument of gender inequality or wage gap in gender inequality. Now, I really did stray off, uh, but I want to I want to eat on this for a second. Yeah, if you think about it, yeah, I've always I always thought about when he said this about the gender, uh, and then Joe Rogan says it too, and a bunch of other guys. I think. Brian Callen says it too. He goes, gender inequality. And then there's books like Why Men Make More and things like that. But, I mean, statistically, that unless you can give me a statistic like chemist here makes this much and this chemist, that's that's not a true thing. Because I know chemists and I know actual people. I mean, you could say it's anadult, anadultal, anadult. Why am I always having trouble with that word? It's just things I hear, you know. I get that, but... There is no national registry of how much a chemist makes or natural registry of how an X-Men, X-Men, X-ray tech makes or a mechanic, you know, or what's a higher job? A doctor. A doctor from Sharp will make different money from a doctor from, I don't know, a small place, you know, like uh, Tree, Tree Bob, Urgent Care or whatever the fuck, depending, you know, those doctors will all make different mounts. You know, so you can't really get a good statistic on that. So, I mean, like, so with that whole, I I agree, there's probably some skewed numbers, but statistically, you can't, you can't get real stats on the, on, on people's pay, unless you're talking minimum wage. And in that respect, minimum, that whole argument's fucked. If you just talked about minimum wage, your argument's fucked. And he's right, they are right, though, like, You've got more um, men cops than you have women cops, and you have you could do you could pull that stat, and then are they making different pay? No, they're not actually, because they have a a, a set rate. You know, you know, a policeman one, two, and three. Anytime a government job you have, that shit's fucking straight across the board. And there's more women to men on certain aspects, like firemen. There's more men to women. There's more men to women on. Um, you know, in the military, you know, in, in certain aspects of the job, and they all have to make a certain amount. So you can't argue that, you know. So they're right in that aspect. But when you're talking to the private sector, it's it gets wonky, you know, with the uh, what they're doing. So that argument for the wage gap, if you really want to argue that and say that men and women are in fact equal when it comes to wage uh, pay, because of mil- look at the military, look at fire department, things like that. You will win that argument. Look at uh, minimum wage. You got it. You know, or how many minors, things like that. You could do that. But it shit gets real crazy when you're talking actors and actresses. You know, like Meryl Streep's gonna make more money than say uh, Brian Callen in a, in a movie because she's got Oscars and shit. You know. And Brian Callen, he's a good actor or whatever, but he's not been, he's not no Oscar guy, you know. That, I mean, that, that gets all funky right there because there's no standard of how much they make. It's more of a, now that's a, a, a quality of opportunity right there. <coughs> it's about how much you can make. This shit gets hijacked too because it's bullshit if you're an actress, right, that you, you star in a movie and the movie makes like 20 grand or 20... 20 million dollars or whatever the fuck and then you got another guy it's Brad Pitt and he brings in 100 million dollars and you're telling me she when they're in the movie together 
you have a guy who's been bringing in hundreds of millions of dollars and you got a lady who brings like tens of millions of dollars and she's like I want equal opportunity so I should get paid as much as Brad Pitt but the, the problem with that is because of the money that they bring in and that and then the producers dictate or decide whether or not decide whether or not you know what they're gonna pay people and shit like that you know this is who brings in more money and that and that's decided upon the people who watch these movies you know the the, the public dollar like if there's a reason why people aren't going to watch oceans eight you know there's a reason why people are gonna watch oceans 11 there you go He's got to, you know, money dictates what the populace wants to see. Then you can make these stupid arguments like, uh, you know, well, it's because of societal norms and people have been trained. No, man, people, when it comes to movies, people like what they like, you know? And if they like Ocean's 8 uh, a lot, and um, they, they'll go see Ocean's 8, you know? But I, I think the time of these type of movies coming out where it's like no action or anything like that, I think that time is over. But there's so much content out there that people don't want to watch, you know, uh, I don't know what, what to call these movies. People, the, the, you watch a fucking TV show like The Expanse. That's a pretty good show, good content. Are you going to find a fucking, like, a Ocean's 8 version of that? I don't know, man. A lot of these movies that come out nowadays, like, I don't know why you're in theater. Like, for instance, Overboard. That looks like a movie I want to watch. But am I going to pay... $15 to watch it, you know, whatever whatever the going rate of a movie theater just to watch comedy, I think I can wait, but that's me, you know I don't know, I think that time is over, and like it, yeah, people just got this shit confused, you know, they're like, oh, it's because they're all women, or, oh, it's because you gender flipped, and shit like that, why can't a movie be judged based on it's married, you know, like now, if you had an action movie and it, it fucking bombed and it was all female, that'd be something. But Wonder Woman didn't bomb because it was really good. But I'm pretty sure if the movie sucked, no one would watch it. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Because Black Panther wasn't that great. And uh, you're like, what does that have to do with anything? I don't know. Black Panther was okay. But a lot of people were building that movie up like it wasn't. <laughs> They're like, holy shit, this is bad. One guy wanted that to be an Oscar movie. And I go, why? Why Why would that be Oscar? Is it the best science fiction movie? Is it the best action movie ever? No. I mean, you have a movie like Infinity War and you have Black Panther. Seriously, who should win an Oscar for any category? Best actor? No. Best action no best anything 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 that movie has infinity war did better times a million just i'm just putting it out there so if fucking black panther gets an oscar it is definitely because someone pushes a narrative where it's like oh it's because he's a black guy but they're not going to say that because it's the best movie ever whatever you know i could predict that it's going to get an oscar though and it, it, it's a bullshit Oscar, though. And that's just crazy, you know. I don't know if people are still... I don't know. The Oscars is weird. You know, a bunch of actors and directors. And they just want to wanna play nice and look a certain way in front of their peoples, their peers. So they're going to vote for that fucking movie to win. Where was I on gender inequality? Uh, well, I mean... That is the narrative of our country right now as we speak. There's... What we think is right and what is right, you know? You get these movies, 
and you think, oh, they deserve to get paid more because they're women. I mean, now you're you're, you're creating a, a, a inequality of outcome. You're 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 forcing you're you're forcing discrimination against men at that point. Well, you know, and then uh, yeah, that's what Jordan Peterson hails. I think that he should. Uh, I, I wish I could talk to him, but then again, I mean, he's still smart. Oh yeah, I was gonna talk about another gripe. There was another thing where. Anyways, the intellectual dark web. Man, did I stray off. The intellectual dark web is a group of guys who think differently but kind of like. They, when they have a discussion, an argument, they disagree, but at least they discuss it, you know? And they don't shit on each other. And they in, they, it, they listen to each other's ideas and they work with uh, the thoughts. You introduce a concept like gender inequality or uh, a pay gap or whatever the fuck. They'll have their... Uh, they probably agree on that one, though. But just in other things, they'll just disagree, like religion, that's a big one. They'll disagree about religion. God exists, he doesn't exist. And at least they don't they don't shit on each other, they just throw out ideas, they eat on them. Like Ben Shapiro, like I'm I'm pro-abortion, kinda. But then he threw out some arguments that were pretty fucking good. Um, he goes, What constitutes life? You would say something like, uh, they could live on their own, you know? And um, if they can't live on their own, then that's not life. And he goes, what about coma patients or something like that? You have breathing apparatuses. You know, if you took them off life support, they would die. So we should abort those people. And I was like, holy shit, that's a pretty good argument. You know, I disagree with him, but I'm not going to shit on his face. You know, and then the guy he was arguing with didn't do it either. He, he, he was like, oh, that's a pretty good thought. And he just went, you have me there. You know, he didn't have a rebuttal. And that's the way it is. Ben Shapiro threw out a thought. The other guy, Dave Rubin, I think it was, didn't have a, a rebuttal. He didn't have anything. I don't think. I don't remember. But I mean, like, they don't shit on each other. They don't call each other Nazis. They don't call... You're, well, you're just stupid and you haven't read the literature. You know, like, Jordan Peterson, man, reads a fucking thousand books, man. He doesn't ever say, well, I don't think you read the literature. He could always say that and be right. But he will never say that because that's ridiculous. And it's condescending. He doesn't do that. But you'll be talking to some feminist, and then she'll fucking flip out and say, "Well, you hate, men. you obviously hate women." I mean, that's not a that's not a dispute, that's not a rebuttal, that's just fucked up, you know, because you just insulted him, you know, in a derogatory way. Rather than discuss the issue or the argument at hand, you just like make fun of him. You call him something in which whatever he says. He's obviously that. So obviously you're sexist, so anything you say is sexist. What are you going to say to that, you know? And, uh, well, well, talking about the intellectual dark web, anyways, a group of these guys got together and, uh, they got together and they were talking and, uh, they were like, uh, they, they uh, got to, all of them got together and they had a dinner. There was a bunch of kids in my spot. That's why <laughs> I stopped. They, uh, they all got together and had a dinner. And it was Joe Rogan, Joe, Ben Shapiro, Jordan Pearson, pretty much all those guys in the Time Magazine article of the intellectual dark web, right? And um, they're all together and it's a thing in which they're like, uh, they posted on Twitter, hey, look at us. And I, I thought it was pretty cool. I think it's dangerous for all that intellect there because they a group of people with different ideas who are able to talk to each other and agree or or 
maybe disagree, but at least they could talk to each other without shitting on each other. That's rare in this world right now, in this climate. They're, mu they're very needed. They're the philosophers of the Greek times, but now, you know, they're, they're going to be famous in that respect. And for a thousand years, we're, you know, Socrates, you, you'd be talking about Joe Rogan, <laughs> warrior, poet, whatever. <clears throat> and, uh, they, uh, what was I going to say? They took a picture and they posted it on Twitter. And then I noticed on Twitter, it was either, oh man, this is great. You know, someone passing by, they'll be fucking woke. That's what I put. <laughs> You're just hearing one word. You're like, holy shit, my mind is blown. Well, a lot of, there's a lot of hate with these fucking guys. They're like, fuck these guys. These guys are fucking racist and everything. You got a Jewish guy there too. That's funny. He's a, they're Nazis. <laughs> the Jewish guy. Um, and they're like, oh, they're chauvinistic pigs. They're, they're all homophobic. Dave Rubin's gay. They're homophobic. I saw that. Um, it's like, um, what else? They hate transgenders, all that. They hate men. Or they hate women because they're white. That that was their first sin. Shouldn't have been white. They were like, oh, those fucking white guys, you know, fucking... I bet they didn't tip the waiter, someone said, you know. <laughs> that was a big one. And I, I, I just thought, what are my thoughts on that? Uh, it sucks, man. It sucks being a fan of those guys because... If you're a fan of those guys, it could be a thing in which, you know, like, how do I explain that? You're, you're just, you're a Nazi too. Cause they were calling them Nazi, Nazi lovers and shit like that. I'm not a Nazi lover. I'm a fan of those guys. I'm not a Nazi lover. They go, you're a chauvinistic pig and da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh shit, man. And then I in turn am a chauvinistic pig because I like them, you know? And, um, you know, kind of like Trump. Like, if somebody likes Trump, I don't like Trump, by the way, I'm just saying. But if people like Trump, they're obviously Nazi lovers or fucking racist or uh, misogynistic pigs. But same thing with, that's our society now. If you like somebody and it's a, it's a thing in which, uh, I don't know what it is, man. You If you like somebody, then you're that, you're what they, all, all the negative, that's what you are. All right, everybody. Uh, that's it for car thoughts number one. Maybe I'll do another one. All right, here we are. Car thoughts. Oh wait, that's it. No more car thoughts. <laughs> I think I edited that wrong. Ah, whatever. So, riffing. We're in the riff section. Riff section. It's not gonna be long because I've already dragged this podcast out way too long. Uh, um, I watched this movie called The Quiet Place. It's pretty famous right now. Um, I watched it yeah, two days ago. It's pretty good. Um, Spoiler-free uh, review. Good movie. like the structure of the story. Um, there was uh, The character arc was more based on one of the characters. Like the, I would say... Um, I would, I, it almost feels like the family was the actual character and how they grow. But if you really want to boil it down, it was like there's this like little girl who's deaf, and she was really the main character of the story, kinda. Um, it was really well written, a lot of suspense, not like boo kind of scary, but scary as in you feared for these kids. Um, and then it ends. Um, they're gonna make a sequel off of it, so here we go. So, spoilers: great movie. Um, aliens come to Earth. And um, when they hear things, they want to 
kill things and that's what they do and Steph girl gets some kind of an earpiece that kind of like at the very end spoiler like hurts their ears to the point where you can use a shotgun to blow their fucking heads off uh it's a pretty good movie i guess they're gonna make a sequel i don't know how they're gonna do that if they do make a sequel i hope it's a prequel or uh, another story from another part of the country or something like that how they survived you know because if you do a sequel after this part then it'd be a different movie completely it's how you're killing these fucking aliens that's about it which which makes this movie good is the story it tells of this family and how they um survive a tragedy um little kid gets a toy that makes a lot of noise and then dies and everyone's feeling guilty about it but they're not talking about it because they can't they have to be quiet if they they do talk they get attacked um the the daughter she's the one who gave the kid the toy so she feels guilty the dad feels guilty just because he's a dad and he felt like he didn't protect anybody and uh, the mom she felt bad because she didn't pick him up you know so everybody felt felt, felt fucking guilty and that's you know kind of emulates life right uh, something kind of goes wrong and everyone blames themselves but they don't say anything so they act out on each other that's how it is and then like it comes to a head where the dad realizes, you know, that he does love his daughter. I guess she doesn't know it, but he thought she did. And at the very end, man, oh, it's such a beautiful scene. Um, the back, the aliens, like, trying to kill these kids. And, um, like, homeboy has, like, a, like an axe. But he know he can't fucking kill these, this animal. So he drops the axe. And um, he does this thing where he uh, sign languages, I love you, to his daughter. Oh, I'm, about to tear, I'm tearing up just talking about it. Then he says to her, he goes, I've always loved you. And, uh, and then he, he lets out a scream, like, oh, like a real manly scream because he's got a manly beard, which I wish I could grow. Uh, and the fucking alien just fucking kills him, and they get away. And that's, that's just fucking sucks. It's heartbreaking, you know. Um, but they fucking get theirs. It's cool, too, because, like, they figure out what hurts them, this little earpiece, and it makes a loud noise. Head opens up, and they fucking blow them away. And um, <laughs> then you see more of them, and it's like the mom. They don't even say anything. The mom looks at the daughter, and it's like, let's fucking do this. And then she she gets the shotgun and goes, you know, the universal shut your fucking mouth noise, you know. And the daughter's like, let's do this. So they fucking just go blowing them away. But they don't really show it. But you know what's up. You know? So that was a quiet place. I love that movie. It was a really good movie. Um, who would have thought the guy from The Office would be such a talented person? Skills. Um, any other things to riff about? Mm. Let's see here. Um, no, not really. All right, guys. That, well, that's podcast for me. Um, if this is your first time listening, awesome. Thank you. Um, if you want to reach me, I'm on the Twitter. I got 300 followers on Twitter, but they're all robots, probably. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the little computer programs that you're like try to get you in there so they can like push out their pedally things but hey man if you're real hey hit me on the twitter i'm at the podcast for me k dog at podcast for me i'm on the facebook podcast for me same name and then i'm also on you can go email me with podcast for me at gmail.com like to hear your thoughts uh, if you want to shit on me go for it you can catch me on itunes make a comment make a review that'd be good i'm on soundcloud and everything else wherever you can find podcasts shit's free i don't care um and um I always end these podcasts with a little saying I always do I always, I, it's my mantra I always try to better myself and I always try to be the better person I was 
yesterday. And I recommend that for everyone. Everyone should always strive to be better just by a little. A little is a lot. You know, a step of a thousand steps starts with one step. I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> so always be the better person. And there's an idea behind it, too. If you think about it, you always say, I'll always work out tomorrow. I'll always, I'll do that book tomorrow. I'll write that book, that great book. I'll direct that movie tomorrow. I'll, I'll become a director. Or I'll be that English professor tomorrow. Or that doctor tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and then you say, and I, w- I want to be this person tomorrow. Be that person today. Be who you want to be today. Just start being it, you know. If you think of the awesomest person you want to be, start being that person. It only takes like one step. Say that person's good at cards. Start shuffling cards. <laughs> Say that person's good at listening to people. Start listening. That's what I do. I uh, practice the concept of, and this is from Jordan Peterson, when you're talking to somebody, there might be something good out of that, even if they're idiots. Even a, a buffoon can teach you something, you know, teach you not to do something. So always be the better person that you were yesterday. Be that better person that you want to be tomorrow, today. And always try to be better. And with that, stay frosty. Hey, it's the devil and the devil is free.